Hello friends, welcome back to Destructive Discourse Origins. This is a Dragon Ball Wii Rewatch podcast. This is a Wii Watch podcast. It's a Wii Watch podcast. And I'm your host, Jason. A very ooh-woo episode. Joining me on the Discourse this week is Matt. I lost my dreams somewhere between the ocean and the bottom of this glass. (laughs) And Tio. Bear witness to the awesome power that is me. <laughs> and Taiwo. <laughs> Hold your fire. We're officers, not maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> that remains to be seen. <laughs> I'm not doing that okay, whole that voice stones. for the whole episode. <laughs> oh, why not? It's too it's too hard on my on my consonants. <laughs> If I did that, that would start to bleed over into real life, and then I'd be, like, do, attending my, like, my Zoom call one-on-ones at work, yeah. like, Hello, I've been looking at the quarterly reports. <laughs> the numbers are looking good for the third quarter. <laughs> we seem to be fiscally sound. <laughs> As we said, this is a We Watch podcast of uh, the original <laughs> Dragon Ball anime, and we're covering episodes 55, 56, and 57 of the original Dragon Ball anime, and it is a crossover of sorts. Not of sorts, just is a crossover. It just yeah. is. It's explicitly <laughs> yeah. one of those. Um, I love be- crossovers. Between and it uh, doesn't dra- give a good goddamn if you know who any of these people are. <laughs> they don't. They don't care. They don't set up shit. You're on your own, Jack. If you, and if I you had... don't know these characters, this isn't for you. <laughs> so if you uh, don't, these episodes still won't. <laughs> these episodes were not for me. <laughs> um, but I loved them regardless. Um, it's between uh, Dragon Ball and Doctor Slump, which was the gag manga I think that mm-hmm. uh, ser- that serialized before Dragon Ball and was super popular. Yes, uh, I just read the last chapter of Slump today just to like see how it concluded. Uh, yeah. it's very funny because um, Toriyama at the end of it is saying like, "Well, this is the last of this comic. I I hope to see you in the next one." Uh, check out Dragon Ball if it ever comes out and then there's an editor's note that says it did! It did! <laughs> it did. did it fucking ever. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where, like, you ever, like, do a thing that you think is going to be, like, your big thing <laughs> and then and then you do Dragon Ball? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I have done that. You're right. It, well, it's kind of hard to, like, see what someone's magnum opus is when you're kind of in the middle of it and yeah. like just just starting a new thing. You never really know what's going to pop off, right? Right. So, yeah, especially since, as we've said before, Dragon Ball started off pretty rough. It wasn't yeah, doing yeah. well at the beginning. No, was it not like in, in Japan even? Like with right. manga and all that? Huh. It might have been like a tough sell at the time. Um, especially if you're being known for like gag manga. Cute robots poking poop with a stick. <laughs> yeah, where's my poop with a stick? Yeah, come on, Goku. <laughs> Get with it. <laughs> uh, my question to you, my question to all y'all, is in your mind, what makes a, what's your favorite kind of crossover? Like, what makes a good crossover to you? Oh, 
Hmm. I don't know that I've seen a lot of crossovers. Like, I've seen, like, the Doctor Who crossovers, where you've got the different Doctors having solving a problem together. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like, I like just imagining like fan fiction crossovers are like just what if what if two characters met and just hung out for a minute um, that, that's yeah. honestly my favorite kind of fic yeah like it's, i that's it's one of the my best games when I you see a... the personalities interact yeah. yeah that's one of the games i play to fall asleep is i just imagine i'm hosting a dinner and i'm setting up the seating arrangement and <laughs> who uh, and I, oh boy, I'm not gonna sit Sanji next uh, Harold Harkonnen and Jezebus. That's a bad plan. Ooh, I, I was hoping you were gonna do a, a lock tomb pull. I was gonna be like, what if we set Trunks next to Gideon Nav? Ooh, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool sword bros. Cool sword bros talking about swords. <laughs> Trunks can talk about Tapion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there was that one. One Piece Dragon Ball crossover that we haven't really g- consumed yet for for either this or the other podcast. Yeah, oh, I've seen that. It's cute. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. Is it spoiler safe for for the One Piece kids? Oh yeah, by now. Okay, cool. Uh, the <laughs> the only characters in it are up to Robin. So, oh gotcha. You're safe and sound. <laughs> um, I like weird, inconceivable crossovers for mobile games. Ooh. Oh yeah, let me Those tell are you something. Always fun. You get some wild um, shit. There's a like, for example, if you ever played, if you ever had a time where you played Puzzles and Dragons, or Puzzle and Dragon, I forget mm-hmm. how how it's actually done. They have crossovers with damn near every franchise. They did a Common Rider crossover. They did Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. They did um, uh, Bleach. Um, I own the Mario slash Puzzles and Dragons crossover game for 3DS. It's a good one. It's a good, it's a not, yeah, it's a good time. Um, my favorite though, let me talk to you about, um, about the, a little known app called Mahjong Soul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and some of y'all are laughing because I've, I've specifically dragged you into Mahjong Soul Mm -hmm. hell with me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm well aware. Um, it, it's, uh. I can never escape. (laughs) <laughs> can never escape the tiles. It's an online uh, app that you can play on. Uh, I think Windows, iOS. Uh, I, I I play it a lot on my iPad. And it's just an online like uh, Richie Mahjong client. And what's fun is that they've done crossovers with various Mahjong anime, um, including there's uh, uh, Saki um, and uh, Kakegurui, which is a um. Okay, so it's a gambling anime with, with like, style and aesthetic notes from, like, Heathers, <laughs> um, Battle Royale, and Saw. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, like, welcome to, like, Saw Gambling Addict Academy, where everyone is a gambling addict yeah. and, and doing weird death games. At school. At school, yeah. And... Um, another great uh, crossover has to be the Mahjong Soul and Akagi crossover, which so Akagi is basically like the Mahjong anime. If you ever see memes about Mahjong, it's likely a gift from Akagi. It has the uh, there was like okay, so there is this really wild guy. I think his name is Washizu. He uh, had this sort of like 
death game mahjong where you're where you were betting uh you were you were betting with uh cubic centimeters of your own blood basically <laughs> your blood was oh, your betting chips that is and high that's stakes. where the i'm gonna take your blood comes from that's yep that's why you say that when you that's get why, on me. that's why i do say that because i do take your blood and bones yes <laughs> um and it was... I might be mixing up arcs, so Akagi stands get at me. Um, but they... There was this... It's basically the... The uh, the tiles were, like, clear, except for, like, a few of them. They were, like... You could, they were see-through. So everyone kind of had a vague idea of what everybody else was planning, basically, because they could see their hand. And you didn't draw from the wall. You literally, like wore a glove so you couldn't feel anything and you stuck your hand into like this little hole in the middle of the table and felt around and pulled out a tile and that was like the big climactic moment scary spot. yeah basically uh, put your hand in the tile hole Matt it's fine <laughs> there's a the bunch of peeled killer. grapes in there they're witch's eyes mm. <laughs> it's full of brains <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I I put in a few gacha pulls to try and get a special limited event character for the Akagi uh, crossover because I wanted to get the man himself Akagi, but I pulled Washizu. <laughs> so I have a random, just creepy old gross man in my <laughs> roster of, of funny mahjong kids. Mm. <laughs> well, I'd be I'd feel remiss. Since you brought up mobile game crossovers, I'd feel remiss <laughs> if I didn't mention KOF All-Stars, which is probably one of the, the more absurd examples I've seen. Because for those mm -hmm. who don't know, King of Fighters was the, originally a crossover in itself between various Edison K properties. Uh, and so oh. it feels very fitting that it's got probably the most fighting game crossovers of any video game ever made. It's got. Hmm. It's, you can play as King of Fighters characters. You can play as Street Fighters. You can play as Samurai Showdown. You can play as Guilty Gear. You can play Tekken. You can play Dead or Alive. You can play um, WWE. You can play <laughs> Seven Deadly Sins. Oh my God! <laughs> so when you play, when you like match up with people, the roster can get pretty fucking wild. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool when you see Rock Howard teaming up with Wayne the Rock Johnson, but <laughs> well, double rock. <laughs> but I think my favorite, like what I look for in a crossover, is like dream team ups. Like, the first thing mm. that came to my mind when you said that was the time Marvel and DC crossed over. And, uh, yeah, and you got like. Wonder Woman and Storm and and uh, Batman and Wolverine and they like they not only did their like you know things where they like they punch up the the characters that are just like them like we had a Hawkeye versus Green Arrow and <laughs> but they also did the team ups and more notably they did fusions which is where you got <gasps> which is where you get what? classic characters like. Dark Claw, the fusion of Batman and Wolverine. <laughs> what? What? Dark Claw? Dark Claw. You're not allowed to do that in comics. Not you anymore, but fuse. they sure did it back then. 
<laughs> you need earrings for that. You need to do a dance. There's protocol. <laughs> There's we have we have a system. I think one of my favorite was um, Superboy uh, fused with, and it's this is '90s view for Superboy, with like the the cool earrings and the and the crop top jacket. I was gonna say uh, and the jacket. Yeah, and he fused oh, with um, I'm I'm with Spider Man, <laughs> and that was just a good fucking look in my. <laughs> And of course, like, uh, you got Super Soldier, which was Superman with Captain America, and boring stuff like that. But the most superest man. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, what the thing Superman needed was an indestructible (laughs) shield, I guess. (laughs) His indestructible shield is his pecs. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I need to bring up. The Superhero Tyson series, real quick. Um, it's basically just a series of films that serve only to be uh, a crossover between Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. And that, the thing about Sentai movies, most of the time, especially when they're crossover movies, is that the plots are pretty mid. Um, it's just kind of... And they always kind of start the same way, where it's like, these two disparate franchises meet head-to-head and they, through some comedy of errors, they think each other is the bad guy and then they fight each other, but then the existential threat comes up and then they team up into a cool combo attack that you can buy a toy for. Oh um, yeah. After the movie. Nice. <laughs> right? Like, right outside. They have a table set up. There it is. Um... And, uh, yeah, Superhero Tyson is just an ultimate combination, like, culmination of that. Um, uh, especially my, the second one, which, uh, Superhero Tyson Z, which was a crossover between Kamen Rider, uh, Super Sentai, and Space Sheriff Gavan. What? Uh, Space Sheriff Gavan was a 1970s tokusatsu, uh, it's part of what's called the Metal Hero series. It's definitely the, like... Of the like big Toei like a uh, Toei owned Tokusatsu series, it's kind of the redhead stepchild. Like it it doesn't get a lot of um, love, but it's kind of got a cult following. Where um, if you know um, if you ever watched in the nineties, if you ever watched uh, VR Troopers, mm-hmm. that used footage from the Metal Hero series basically <laughs> because it was cheap. Yeah, um, and I think, yeah, um, same thing with, uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs, is, uh, that was the, that was from the Metal Hero, uh, Metal Hero series called, uh, Juco B-Fighter. Anyway. <laughs> oh, are these the fusions? I, yeah, oh, I have shared with the class the fusions. <laughs> the Marvel oh. DC fusions. Yeah. There is some... I, <laughs> there are I some wish, goblins in here. There's some Absolutely. choices, and I'm here for it. I kind of wish Dave was here, because he could tell us exactly which City of Heroes character creator <laughs> slider you need to hit to get these fools. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Doomsday is pretty fun. Doctor Strange Fate is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Amazon just... is pretty fun. Oh, is that the Storm? Yeah. Like, is that just Storm wearing Wonder Woman's clothes? It kind of is. <laughs> A little okay. bit. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. the record. 
<laughs> but if, if any any listeners want to want to look these up, uh, it's it's all under the Amalgam Universe branding. Oh. They they I created like a a like a third party like publisher brand specifically for that. I Fun. like Wolverine Man's uh, tights with the little <laughs> slashes. Yeah. Well, Very he tried edgy. to put them on, but he kept cutting them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit! Oh fuck. no! Damn it! I love the I love oh, Wolverine. Bub. Oh, bub! Ah, <laughs> oh, snicked. <laughs> not again! I, not again! I love uh, Dark Claw. Dark Claw. I love the uh, like. Bat wing pointy bits on his boots? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Just extra. That's neither of them. That's just like something that came out of the ether. Absolutely. That is so 90s. It is not I'm present really on either man's it. costume. <laughs> yeah. That's just I'm that's bit... like when you're when you're hanging out with your girlfriends and neither one of you would come up with the bad idea on your own, but together it's like, no, ah. yeah. Why don't we steal a cop car and go, you know, out on the town? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that that episode where Harley and Ivy <laughs> go on a date together? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Oh, I love that episode. I mean, I don't have much to add. I think that this one, like, my favorite kind of crossovers is honestly the one that we get today where they just throw you right in the deep end and don't try to explain anything. Yeah, yeah that's all. Always... You're just here now. <laughs> where where yeah, fans I... of both products are the only ones who get to enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, don't... <laughs> Do not explain shit to me. <laughs> Throw me in. Um, so, uh, are we ready to uh, are we ready to board the Nimbus Cloud to Penguin Village? I believe so. I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> there ah! better be penguins. You know what? <laughs> what? Weirdly I don't enough. think there were any. <laughs> yeah. Nary really a single penguin. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. This is uh, let's start with uh, episode 55 which is uh, just called Penguin Village. <laughs> uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to Ncha! Chase to Penguin Village. <laughs> I, I like that. Ncha! Cute voice for the Ncha. <laughs> I think that's an Wikipedia. Wikipedia um uh uh localized that Ncha as low, <laughs> like a shakes like Shakespeare, low chased to Penguin Village. But isn't isn't like like a a, spe- a rally specific sound effect? Yeah, I think that's a, a her thing, along with her going ding. Yeah, running. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. It's very cute. Uh, the episode begins I'd with watch a the show gang all. <laughs> I'd read a manga about her. <laughs> I'd read a I'd read a whole manga about her. <laughs> I would read two hundred and thirty four chapters about her. <laughs> no more though. The episode begins with the gang all chilling inside Kame House. Uh, Roshi looking out the window listlessly, and for a moment we think he's uh, we, he's monologuing about fluffy cotton clouds. But we zoom in, and he is actually referring to white cotton panties hanging out to dry. Okay. Yeah. So we are just, we are just hitting this the ground, fucking sprinting. <laughs> Let's go. 
Goku says he wants to continue looking for his grandpa's Dragon Ball, but uh, Bulma is done with the adventures for now. <laughs> That's no about more it. adventures. <laughs> I'm good, in fact. Bulma wants to borrow Roshi's plane to get back home, but uh, Roshi won't give it away for free. Uh, so uh, either Roshi wants Bulma to get the diamond back from launch or, quote, work out some other arrangement with him. Never mm. take that one. No, Not yeah. that one. That's the bad ending. That's instant game over. <laughs> That's the doujin ending. Uh, Blue, uh, by the way, Blue is still here. Uh, he yeah. is outside of Kame House just creeping around. He just like uh, falls just... from the sky with a with rope and no shirt. Uh-huh. Rope, <laughs> no shirt, and yep, he's he's still there. Uh, and he just the last monologues episode... at himself the whole time. <laughs> The last episode ended with them outside the house, and they just all went in and were none the wiser. Uh, Blue's eyes start to glow, and we see that spooky blue aura that he's got when he's doing something with his weird powers. Uh, and suddenly, the rope that he is holding starts to animate, and uh, they the little rope pieces start to crawl into the house, even turning the doorknob. <laughs> and they turn blue for some reason. Yes. Yes. Be great to know what the fuck these powers are. Yeah, right? I would. Well, he says what they are. They are his superior mental intellect. He thinks the rope to life. Yeah. That's how smart he is. He has awakened smartness. He can make (laughs) other things smart. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Like, the the implication is that he's telekinetic, but I. These ropes seem like they're acting on their own. I think. Yeah, they it's continue not really to act a tele- when he's gone. Yeah, it's not like a telekinesis spell. It's like an animate rope spell, yeah. basically. Like you know he's I mean? giving life to them. Maybe they mm. were alive ropes, but he did the freezy thing on them that he does later in the episode to dunk her. And that he just had them in safe for safekeeping. Uh-huh. And then he released them to do his bidding. I see. They're, blue is their natural color, actually. <laughs> these are actually uh, snakes? <laughs> these, are, like these are a naturally occurring fauna somewhere. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate that that's believable. Goku hands his newly found Dragon Ball to Roshi for safekeeping, but just then, the ropes attack all at once and tie everybody up. Oh no! Oh no. There's definitely Go- more rope than we started with. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Also, they, they stayed on that shot of him handing the Dragon Ball over for so long. Here it is. <laughs> I'm getting to nothing surprising I'm, happens. It's transitioning from one hand to now. another. Here we go. If you were going to strike, this would be the time. Be perfect. <laughs> Here I go, utilizing oh. motor skills. <laughs> Here we go. Um, Goku tries to break free, but the ropes get all wrapped around his tail and they sap his strength. The ball clatters to the floor and rolls over to the boots of General Blue. (laughs) Now, it's really a shame that Blue actually doesn't, like, take notice of that detail. Yes! Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's, It's truly wild that Goku has an exploitable weakness and it's almost never used in this in this arc. <laughs> yeah. They just never notice. 
Well, you don't grab a man's tail. That's rude. <laughs> it's just not. Well, fair. maybe maybe Blue's a germaphobe and he doesn't know where that tail's been. Well, he definitely that... is. Oh, well, yeah. he very is, and yeah, that tail has been in several fish's mouths at least. <laughs> at least today. And I don't know what those fish have been eating. <laughs> that tail was very recently inside an octopus. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> I think it is very cute and funny that in the video game Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, uh, you can fish for for giant anime fish. Oh, yeah. But your fishing pole is a prosthetic tail that Bulma made that you attach to your back. Yeah. Bless. Because that's the only way he knows how to fish. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And even even when you're playing as Gohan, you still pull out the prosthetic tail. Just Very makes adorable. me feel closer to my dad. <laughs> Aww. I'm embodying my heritage. We need to get a Goku crossover in like a Sega Pro Bass fishing game. Oh yeah. Now Goku we're talking. and Vegeta, let them just be shitty rivals, but about fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta absolutely would have the fish fear me hat. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Blue snatches up the ball and then immediately starts searching the house for the other two. And I love that he goes into Roshi's closet and <laughs> there's all his turtle shells. Yeah, of like colors. Make, like a cartoon make, character wardrobe. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all make clacking noises against each other. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Uh, Blue finds the other Dragon Balls and it is here, I believe, that Goku and the gang hear the name of the Red Ribbon leader, Commander Red. Oh. That guy. Red. The, <laughs> Red for the ribbon. Oh, that's oh. why they call it that. Weird. Uh, as a cherry on top, Blue sets a bomb in the house to explode yeah. in what? five minutes. Why are the two things you grabbed before falling from the sky rope and a bomb? (laughs) I'm gonna make this right. (laughs) Also, just so silly. That's his his everyday carry. (laughs) And the way to set off this bomb is like, it's just one button on the top. Like, that would be so easy to do a butt press. Yeah. It's a bad bomb. It's a bad bomb. You can wriggle. It's it's a subpar bomb. (laughs) I'll be real. Not not the best craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Bet it doesn't even have an espresso machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like most bombs. Well, any <laughs> bomb made by Capsule Corp. <laughs> right, right. Because, like, if you're gonna go, you're gonna go in style. Yeah. Right. You don't want to have a caffeine headache. Exactly. You know, uh, Blue is shown drinking a cup of tea after this. Yeah. Well, well... So, maybe... Maybe it doesn't have an espresso machine, but... It's got a little kettle. It'll make you a cuppa. It'll make, it prop- make you a proper cuppa. Make, my- make mine a builder's. <laughs> um, Blue summons a capsule plane and gets ready to depart. Bulma, meanwhile, makes a last-ditch bargaining attempt by offering to help look for the remaining Dragon Balls. <laughs> I love Curly just be like, Bulma, come on. Bulma. Come on. <laughs> But then Roshi joins in. Could you use an old man? <laughs> <laughs> I like this. This is actually really interesting character growth where Bulma will throw aside the the potential for a wish 
just to save these people that he's met, that she's met, like, pretty recently in her life, all things considered. And also herself. And also herself. That's true. <laughs> That's a big part of it. You know, when you put it that yeah, way, you're she, right. She was also one of the people who were going to get blown up. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, offering to work with them is, yeah. is kind of interesting. It's very yeah. like, I'm willing to switch sides for this. Um, but it, that doesn't matter because diplomacy has failed. <laughs> blue, blue goes flying away. And I the already gang... pressed the button. It doesn't have uh, a second yeah. button. Yeah, I'm just going to go. Well, didn't it have two buttons? I don't know what the second button does. Probably doesn't turn it off, but... That's the espresso. It, that's oh, the... that's the espresso button. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that's Common misconception. <laughs> the gang freak out as the uh, clock ticks down further and further. Uh, Roshi grunts and strains, but only manages to let out a fart. I laughed. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's funny. Not, it's not bad, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, stress does things to the body. Especially because yeah. in the dub, uh, Krillin's like, Is, can't you do anything? And Roshi says, there's a technique that he can still try. And then he starts grunting and farts. <laughs> he hasn't good, good perfected job. the coup de boo yet. <laughs> Roshi, you're supposed to you're supposed to void your bowels after you die. <laughs> you're getting oh, no. the order wrong. I wonder if he was actually Sorry. trying to do the thing where he like gets buff. Probably. And that would, like, Maybe. In yeah. theory, broke the ropes. And then he got embarrassed. Yeah. By shitting his pants. <laughs> he, gets, he gets psyched out, you know? It kind of it kind of puts a little damper in your step. I it would. I'm get buff if nobody's looking. <laughs> I swear this never happens. Aw, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Roshi uh, spots a plane in the distance. <clears throat> Guess who? It's launch! <laughs> Oh, thank God, she sneezed. <laughs> she's back with blue hair. She's like a cat that gets out of the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, she just <laughs> kind of comes back. She'll be back in two hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this a new game we're playing? She says. Um, <laughs> she sees everybody tied up. Like, well, I guess Roshi's into some new freaky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some weird exercise tapes that man has. She's only really upset that somebody just left a box laying in the middle of the floor. And she just cleaned. Like, I don't... Yeah, I just cleaned. I don't appreciate you leaving shit, Roche. <laughs> Which, like, that's good boundary settings. Good for launch. <laughs> yeah, good for launch. It's good I'm to know she launch. has some. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, launch tries to lift the bomb, but it is apparently super dense and heavy, apparently. Um, so with less than a minute left, Launch grabs a dull knife from the kitchen and tries to cut Goku free. <laughs> with seconds to spare, Launch cuts the ropes, and Goku tosses the bomb out of the window at the last possible moment. Hooray! Woo! The amount of times in that scene where like someone was just screaming at Launch, It's a it's bomb! A bomb. <laughs> it's a bomb! You need to... It, please... <laughs> Well, they probably funny. yell at her, the floor is lava, like, five times a week, so... Yeah. Fool me once, guys. <laughs> okay. The boys who cried All bomb. Right. <laughs> the boys who cried bomb! Uh, Goku calls the Nimbus and goes chasing after Blue to retrieve the Dragon Balls, and we get uh, some lovely travel montages. Goku catches up to uh, General Blue. Blue, meanwhile, in the cockpit, is enjoying his cuppa 
<laughs> well, I, I assume so the ship nervous. is on autopilot. Yeah, because it, it is a narrow plane. It's th- there's not a lot of controls. He's not wearing a shirt, so if he spills that, that is just <laughs> it on is him. That's a bad Fucking day. Game over, Chief. He is shirtless and like he has got like it's not like a like I don't know some canteen or some weird shit like that no it is a fucking like rat like clinking and rattling china saucer (laughs) and teacup like he's he's having high tea with the dowageress or whatever yes (laughs) if he spills that he could say goodbye to those nipples Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, blue picks up goku on radar and an excite and a and an exciting chase sequence begins (laughs) Yeah, I do enjoy the part where he goes like, let's see how fast that cloud could go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, it, oh, it can go quite fast, actually. Oh, oh shit. And just we as the audience like just get to chuckle and go, oh, 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 oh you fool. <laughs> you buffoon. It can go quite fast indeed. <laughs> it's You've not a slow into cloud one of the classic blunders. <laughs> <laughs> Never never go toe-to-toe against a Saiyan when death is on the line. (laughs) Um, Blue hits the afterburner and zooms away, but Goku refuses to give up the chase, and they both go faster and faster and faster, apparently, like, catching fire like they're entering the atmosphere. (laughs) Yeah, and then they enter this, like, pink and green... Yes. Dimension? So, so I think they're like accidentally breaking the boundaries between dimensions and that I think so yeah. too because we get all kinds of <laughs> crazy effects. We get like pink skies and bubbles and like weird like dimensional portal shit happening and blues controls fucking like sparking and smoking <laughs> as the craft goes rocketing out of control. Yeah, it's absolutely they're like trying to illustrate they're they're breaking into a different series right now. Mhm. They're doing a little. They're doing a little like Doctor Who Tardis whoosh yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing. Though I think it's later retcon that Penguin Village is just part of Dragon World. Huh. That was my maybe understanding. That, maybe there's just some really weird atmosphere there. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the pink part of the ocean. Well, Goku d- does still have to leave at the end. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't leave the. Well, we actually don't see how he gets back. It's true. Hmm. Well, we'll get to it. Nimbus knows um, the way. <laughs> it's true. The dimensional effects end, and Blue's craft goes hurtling across an ocean towards uh, a nearby island with rounded hills. Um, Blue cannot figure out, for the life of him, where he is supposed to be, mm-hmm. based on what his view screen is picking up, mm-hmm. as he prepares for an emergency landing. We see a mushroom building and a pastoral scene of a laughing sun yeah the sun having a face is a big is a big kind of like oh this is a different this is a different (laughs) that's this is weird huh um i would say it's not that different from dragon world (laughs) with maybe the exception of of the singing poops because there are some of those yeah Mm-hmm. Just some anime turds, just with happy faces singing and dancing around. Yeah, 
the the mm. ambient weirdness is turned up a bit, but otherwise, like yeah, wastelands with with mm. like cylindrical mountains. It's... But otherwise, yeah, stuff that Toriyama could draw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Every, yeah. Everyone's a little shorter. Yeah, everyone's a little shorter and rounder. It is a yeah, it's a dimension of short kings. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I don't think there's a and... single character that's as tall as General Blue. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. No. Uh, a pig man announces that it is 12 o'clock in Penguin Village. Thanks, pig man. Thanks, pig um, man. <laughs> thank you. Uh, without further ado, this is the fantastical world of Dr. Slump and Arale. One that I have no fucking reference point for. <laughs> so it's going to be a wild ride. Uh, we're just going to we're just going to keep moving as, as best we can. Uh, there's a guy in a suit named Sembe who is mugging for the camera, breaking <laughs> breaking the fourth wall because apparently it's been a while since he's been on TV. It's, it's been so a while nice since I've been seen. on TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, uh, the choice of voice acting for Sembe is pretty good. I enjoy it a lot. Sembe is um, Captain Ginyu's voice actor. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Bryce and Armstrong narrator. and the narrator. Yes. Um, I put this in my notes later, but I'll put it now. But yeah, he he's Ginyu and the narrator, and unfortunately, he did pass away in 2020 at the age of, I think, 86? Mm. So, rest in peace, buddy. What if he is the narrator? Ooh, what if, what if <laughs> all like of Dragon Ball is narrated by narrator? Senbei? Yeah, and he's just really excited, like, oh, you came to my house. Oh, you can see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. well, he drops his show. accent for when he's narrating. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I'm here for that. Well, he's a okay. professional. Yeah, true. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. He is a doctor. <laughs> he is a doctor of some kind. <laughs> uh, they he do has a use PhD the same in narration. <laughs> they do use the same joke in the manga, except he says, "It's been a while since I've been in a comic." Oh, uh-huh. cute. Cute. Um, it, there's a cafe shaped like a big coffee pot. I think it is just called the coffee pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, where a bunch of teens are in there, uh, talking about what they're going to do on summer break. Um, we meet one of the earliest not Yamchas to date, I would, <laughs> I would say. Perhaps the first. Considering he pre- um, predates Yamcha himself. He, he might be the, pr- unless there's like some... Uh, like Pola and Royd, like one shot, mm-hmm. not Yamcha. <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe we might have to dig deeper into the catalog. Naming all of the Namchas incorrectly, not Yamchas. Sorry, I shortened it. Uh, <laughs> maybe they're all Namchas, not Sukutsunsuns. Yamcha's yeah, just so a not guy... Yeah, this guy's name is Tsukutsunsun, uh, which is just a fun thing to say. Yeah. It sure okay. is. <laughs> and he's and he's a martial artist, and I think. I believe he hails from like actual China. Yeah, so maybe he's he's um, low key a Ranma parody. Oh, he, he also turns okay. into a tiger. Oh, oh, cute. Yeah, um, Arale just kind of straight up, uh, or Doctor Slump just straight up does big obvious references to like. There's just straight up Ultraman and regular Gamera and Godzilla yeah. in it. Like, they do not care. Yeah. And Superman, as we'll and, see. Well, Superman. 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 <laughs> oh, and there's also, like, a young 
like kind of Bulma age teenager, and her name is Akane. Mm -hmm. There's also uh, Pisuke, who is a good hat, and Obacha Man, who has cats. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Obacha Man is like he's like a kid with like glasses and like little devil horns yeah. for hair. It's very cute. And also, look, there's a little, there's also a little girl here called Arale with uh, purple hair, a cap with wings, and glasses. I and love her. She, she appears to be constantly followed by a pair of bizarre little cherub alien guys that we learn are called the Gachans. They're like Oompa Loompa fairies. <laughs> yeah, they they say things in unison. Goku catches up to Blue and starts swinging at him with the power pole. Uh, Blue slows his aircraft just to stall before firing the afterburner again, blasting Goku clean off the Nimbus. Yeah, to Blue's credit, Goku is an idiot and does, like, look into the jet engine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Looks right down it? the barrel. <laughs> Which, I mean, I can't blame him. I've fallen prey to the trick where I've been, you know, watering plants and my brother is you know, kinked up the hose and be like, oh, uh -huh. where did the water go? Mm -hmm. Why Climbs isn't it right going? Into it. And, yeah, and you look into it and then and then Blah. he unleashes the tide. Where'd all the jet <laughs> fuel go? <laughs> uh, Blue's victory is, however, short-lived as he slams his plane into a cliff. Oops. <laughs> Oops. He, he made the mistake of not watching the follow-through with his bomb plan. <laughs> Mm, and so he, yeah. he wanted to make sure Goku plummeted to his death. Yeah, but you you know, you gotta look where you're going. You do. Uh, Goku falls and does a cool kung fu flip onto the ground um, right at Arale's doorstep. And that's where this episode ends. He falls very slowly. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts for episode 55? Should we just mention that Arale is a robot? It's not brought up in the text, I don't <laughs> yeah, think. It is not. <laughs> not once. Nope, she's okay. just a, a strong little lady. Mm -hmm. She's just a strong lady, but like she's she's supposed to be a robot girl, right? Yeah. Yes. She may be the strongest also. Okay. There is, it, it's in, um, uh, what is it called? J-Star's Victory Versus. It's a <laughs> crossover game, but with lots Ooh. of Shonen Jump characters. Where in which, uh, which Where in which Arale is playable. And her, like, big super move is that she, with one finger, um, uh, hits the ground and it cracks the earth in half. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Good. Oh, fuck, how did they not bring up Jump Force? <laughs> Jump Force is probably one of my favorite crossovers, but not because it's good. Yeah. Because <laughs> it ain't. Yeah. Um, it is something. But it is something, and I do like watching... Or it was like, something. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm sorry, it folks. It's, it, it's delisted. <laughs> sorry, team. But I did like playing it because I liked watching, like, way too textured-looking Piccolo talking to, like, way too textured-looking, like, light from <laughs> from Death Note. <laughs> and Vegeta yeah. gets possessed when a cube goes up his butt. And it's a whole thing. And Shiro's there thing. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 56, Strange Visitor. Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to, Woohoo! Arale boards the cloud! All aboard! Choo-choo! 
Um, the episode begins with an ominous laughing sun overhead, and, uh... <laughs> well, I mean, not to... Not to... Uh, talk too much about our sister podcast piecemeal, but um, we're at a we're at a current part in One Piece where there's an ominous laughing sun overhead, and I don't think I like it. Team. <laughs> yeah, well, at least here we have an obvious ah, oh, we have crossed dimensions into another reality. Mm-hmm. Right there, it's 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 just happening. Yeah, uh, Arale introduce, introduces herself to Goku uh, also as Aurelie. Aureli. <laughs> How do we feel about Aureli? Bad. It's, 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 yeah, it's very like. It's Which Rayleigh really like, are you? Make up your mind. <laughs> this Rayleigh or that Rayleigh? It's, it's very of the time for like early dubisms. Yeah. Um, like how they, um,. Kind of like how in Tenchi Muya, when they localized Aika's name, they gave her an extra Y when they spelled it. Because there's no fucking way, like, kids on Toonami could read the word A-E-K-A and come out with the same name. They'd be saying Aika, Aika, Aika. Let's let's put a Y there. Yeah, it's it's got a charm to it that's akin to, like, the original Dragon Ball dub where Goku's name was Hero or, or was it Zero? <laughs> Zero. 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 Frick. Zero and uh, Whiskers the Wonder Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the name for Corrin. <laughs> uh, yeah, her twin pixie companions are called Gachan 1 and 2. Um, Arale wants to stay and play, but Goku's got Dragon Ball business to attend to. So he calls down the Nimbus and goes swooping off. Uh, an overjoyed Aurelie uh, sprinting behind him. Aurelie, by the way, also... Damn it, now I'm saying Aurelie. Um, Aurelie likes to, like, run really fast with her arms out to her sides, yeah. and, like, her legs are, like, moving so fast that they're, like, doing the, like, cartoon, like, like that. It's not quite Naruto. No. It's proto-Naruto. They haven't gone back for aerodynamic effectiveness. <laughs> It's like They're a happy out. cross between Naruto and, like, Scooby-Doo running away from a ghost. Yeah. So when you're a kid, you've got your arms out, right? It, yeah. It's the free spirit of of, of, of fanciful frolicking. And then as you, as you go old, as you get older, I'm doing this in real time as I'm saying it so you can <laughs> tell in my voice. As you get older and go into adolescence, those arms go back. Oh, yeah. They go back into a Naruto run. They, oh. For aerodynamics, it's it's to it's to show that you've 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 honed, you've sharpened as a person. You know, you're not as innocent as you were before. It's like how the baby penguins are fluffy and the old adult ones are all sleek. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. You've cracked it. Unless you're unless you're I like me and you watched uh, Terminator Two at a very young age, and the way oh. the way the villain ran in that is the way you started to run for the rest of your life for the rest of your life to because the villain running that the way a, yeah, the I way forget. a professional sprinter went with um the, the their arms kind of like going back and forth it's very intimidating oh, yeah like yeah very like um like you're you're pumping your arms yes, at, yeah. at an angle yeah okay yeah and, yeah and as a result i was very fast but i definitely got made fun fun up for that mhm mhm <laughs> I don't 
I don't know if that's better or worse than than getting made fun of for the Naruto running. I would say the I would say the Naruto running would be worse because at least with the Terminator running, like that's based on an actual form that would make one go <laughs> fast. Whereas Naruto running is just it's just a lot of drag. But also, like it's, it does also ninjas, it doesn't give though. you a benefit. Yeah, but that's ninjas ninjas are. I almost said ninjas are cooler than Terminators, but then I I second guess myself. Are they cooler than mm. Terminators? This is a tangent. <laughs> this is a tangent. This is a tangent that we are like twenty years too late to explore. Where's we, the we Naruto do- Terminator crossover? <laughs> Ooh, Naru Terminator. <laughs> N- Ninjinator. Ooh. Ninja Nader just sounds like like Ralph Nader in like a Naruto cosplay. Ter- Terminator Shippuden. <laughs> Terminator Shippuden. Let's go. Skynet no jutsu. <laughs> okay. I'm here for it. Uh, Blue pulls himself and the Dragon Balls out of the plane wreckage, utterly baffled to see that Goku is alive and still looking for him. <laughs> And he makes a quick escape by leaping down the hill into some woods. Blue manages to look more threatening in this episode than he did in the pirate episodes. Even I mean, though he's like comparison. Even though he's like kind of bumbling a little bit, but like he still just like effortlessly survived a plane crash. He did yeah, that is yeah. He's got some some unkillability, this guy. Mm-hmm. Goku picks over the plane wreckage, but can't find any trace of the balls, or the bag that came in, or General Blue. Arale approaches Goku, and uh, Goku is surprised to see that Arale can keep up with the Nimbus in speed. Even more surprised to learn that Arale didn't train with anybody. She just <laughs> likes to run. She's like Forrest Gump. She's just running and yeah. running. <laughs> <laughs> Arale agrees to help Goku find the Dragon Balls in exchange for a little ride on the Nimbus. And because Arale and the Gachans have been so good, they can ride that Nimbus easy peasy. Their hearts are pure. Yeah. Their heads are empty. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, The Nimbus goes swooping off uh, and Arale and the gang are just having a great time. It's not quite empty. There is a lot of poop in those brains. Well, they mm. love they love poop. Well, they sure. love poop. It's oh, their sure. it's their it's their favorite thing. <laughs> you can get Arale's poop on a stick as an optional cosmetic item in Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Yeah, sure. It's also her like dash attack move in J Stars. Fuck yeah! Of course it is. That would be that would that would be that would be her dash and smash. <laughs> Shove poop in your face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Blue remarks on how backwards this whole town is, saying that he could conquer it in a day if he just had a tank. They'd think I was a king! Not a king, a god! Even better! (laughs) Blue approaches some yokai-looking kids who give him all the face before running off. I want more of these scamps! There's a pig with no pants! Mm -hmm. There's like a- somebody in like a fox mask, there's- I, I don't even know. I don't remember all the people, but they were just so cute and up. There's obviously like someone up with to like something. Yeah, there's like someone with like one eye. Yeah, like a like a cyclops kind of <laughs> looking guy. There's a there's a Simpsons esque quality to the cast of Doctor Slump. <laughs> mm. Ooh, where there's just so Ooh, many very. colorful personality filled 
background characters. There's just a lot of like, town. cool yeah. locals. Yeah. 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 Just going about their day. Uh, Blue tries to commandeer a car, only to be met with resistance by its driver, an anime Clark Kent-looking guy who, guy who runs into a nearby phone booth. I love this guy. <laughs> Blue, Blue gives me my favorite fucking line in these whole episodes. I can tell this is going to be a long day. <laughs> oh. The man emerges uh, looking like a stocky anime Superman named Sourman, or in Japanese, Superman. So good. Supa means sour. Yeah, I love this guy so much. He's he's kind of the prototype for Hercule. Yeah, he's kind I, of I Hercule. Because he, he tries to show off his strength by breaking some blocks <laughs> that he just had. And he breaks one. He gets one. And it really hurts. Um, Oh, it is important that he transforms with the power of a sour prune. Yeah, yeah. He's, a bit of, he's a bit of a Popeye with yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Incredibly strong and regular. With the bite of a sour prune, I become... Sour Man! Incredibly strong and regular! Oh. <laughs> Incredible and regular. And he's in the middle of a Superman cape. He has a bow tie. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> it's good. Which Blue criticizes, and that makes him a villain in my eyes. Uh-huh. Agreed. If he wasn't already. He was redeemable right. up until now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can excuse the Nazi shit. <laughs> but the tie. Ugh. Blue is uh, not impressed with this and squeezes the phone booth as a show of strength. Um, yeah, where the causing? Where the fuck was this? <laughs> well, was, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, well. It's where he changed. No, you can't change into <laughs> Superman without a phone booth nearby. I mean, the display of strength. Yeah, it's definitely stronger than how I remember him from before. Like maybe it's because he's fighting Goku, who is you know super strong. Goku. Yeah. yeah. So or he maybe didn't just seem the... as strong base environment power level is lower here. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Something in the air. Uh, Sour Man immediately goes into grovel mode and uh, points uh, Blue to uh, to a man named Senbei Noramaki in order to get an airplane and go home. <laughs> Aren't you in need of a sidekick, sir? <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, he just wants to make available every possible avenue. <laughs> And I love when and it's all about networking. I love when when Jero Blue steals this man's car and drives away. Soup man, <laughs> sour man, just is like gloating like he won. Yeah, got mm -hmm. him. <laughs> right where I want him. Yeah, you run away. <laughs> that car's due for an oil change. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> And then for the scene transition, we get a bunch of the cute little critters just kind of, like, bouncing into the screen. It's a very yeah. cool. Very Good. cute. Uh, meanwhile, we uh, we see Akane uh, zipping down the highway on her motorcycle. She gets stopped by a local cop named Taro, or Officer Soramame. <laughs> God, there's so much Bulma DNA in her. Mm-hmm. Very that. Um... Taro wants to give Akane a ticket, but she blackmails him by threatening to, quote, tell mother what you did to her flower garden, unquote. <gasps> what did you do to her flower garden? <laughs> I have 
no clue. I didn't check. I didn't check the the Japanese on this one. I'm willing to bet it's poop related. It's uh, probably. I'm just gonna throw that out. There. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's just something so charming about like a town so small that like you're able to like bully the local cop because you went to school together. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Arele spots Akane and Taro from above, and they all swing down on the Nimbus to say hi. Uh, Akane admires Goku's cloud, but before Goku can warn her, uh, she tries to climb it and falls right through. Uh oh. <laughs> Not everybody in this town is innocent. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, Taro busts Akane's chops, but upon Akane's insistence, he tries to board the Nimbus himself and falls right through. Teens, in fact, are not good enough for the Nimbus. <laughs> I don't think we ever see a teen ride the Nimbus until, like, Gohan, yeah, right? Yeah. Gohan yeah. going to school. He's the only pure teen. That's true. Um, Damn. We stand a pure teen. <laughs> 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 Goku asks Taro if he's seen a, quote, bad man. Um, upon finding out that it's the Red Ribbon Army, which apparently is something Taro knows, uh, Taro panics and speeds away in his cop car. What? what? Uh, yep, I guess he knows what the Red Ribbon Army is, and he does not want to fuck with it even a little bit. Ooh, maybe this is where the Red Ribbon Army gets their recruits as they're sending out recruiting calls to different universes. Mmm, <laughs> okay. Get, like, maybe someone from Sandland, someone from Polar and Roy, yeah. someone from, from, uh, uh, what is it? Gyaru Keiji Tomato, or, I think. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. My favorite Toriyama property. Nekomajin. Isn't that just Dragon Ball but cats? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's also in Dragon World. I love and that. It's also apparently just here. What's the what's the one about the little the little devil kid that looks like trunks? That's just um Oh shoot. I like that one a lot. I'm gonna look it up now. <laughs> uh Ackman. Yeah, I love Ackman. Akuman. I think that we got uh, got animated too. Kajika, that I have not read. Also, huh? It's like a little fox guy. If you maybe Red Ribbon gets some, um, maybe Red Ribbon gets some uh, recruits from, uh, I don't know, like Chrono Trigger or Dragon <laughs> Quest or something. <laughs> oh God! Just God forbid just they really get one of the heroes. It. Oh boy! Uh, after commercial, we see Taro and some other cops zooming down the road, wondering what the Red Ribbon Army is doing out here in Penguin Village. Uh, we cut to General Blue, who's having some trouble with his stolen car as it putters down the road. I guess that car they stole from Sour Man was a lemon. He says that he could walk faster than it, and I said, why don't you? <laughs> Yeah, why don't you? Get out of the car. tired. (laughs) It's a small town, dude. Mm -hmm. It's a very small car. It can't be comfortable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The car finally gives out, uh, much to Blue's frustration. 
And we cut to a, the little nerdy kid from before uh, that we saw in, in the coffee pot. Obacha it's Obacha Man. Or OM, he calls himself in the dub sometimes. Uh, OM runs into Blue and without really asking or introducing himself, just starts tinkering around with the car engine. <laughs> and then things get weird, I put uh, in my notes. Yep. Do, oh. I didn't... <laughs> Jason, <laughs> I'm sure that you did. But I, I just, didn't have to. I didn't to. want to, so I didn't. didn't want to what? <laughs> I okay. Didn't, I didn't look. I didn't I have just to assumed. look at the Japanese to know what was happening. Yeah, oh, I just no. assumed and Put I, it in and the I bucket and went on with my life. Oh, that's... Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to understand why. Okay. <laughs> the dub did okay. a uh, commendable effort to clean it up, I think. <laughs> Very good effort. What did we'll, they clean up? We'll, so as OM is fixing the car, Blue's eyes like widen and we see sort of like a sort of sparkly shoujo bokeh kind of effect everywhere. Yeah, and he starts calling him Samuel, like his, his lost, long lost brother Samuel. In the dub, um, Blue remarks about how kind OM is and that he must be his long lost brother Samuel. In the original, this is clearly a romantic thing and Blue... Uh, is a pedophile and refers to OM as quote his type. No, I mean like even in the dub, it, he like he's giving him a kiss. He's trying to give him a kiss. He's leaning in to give Blue a smooch on the side of, or he's giving he's leaning in to give OM a smooch on his cheek, but stops at the last second. Um, great fucking job localizing this guys, because <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, holy shit! And, what like, the fuck? I wanted, I wanted, I wanted so bad to be like, well, you know, Goku looks old for his age, so maybe this kid is, like, actually older, and maybe General Blue is, like, really young because anime, people look older, but no, General Blue's 28 and this kid's 13. And he's a robot. <gasps> this kid's 13? He fully looks like a kindergartner. Like, what? He He's a Toriyama 13. Yeah. Yeah, Toriyama 13. He's, thir he's 13 going on four. <laughs> like, when you turn 15 um, in Dragon World, you you just sprout, like, like three whole feet. Yeah. Become, the these anime growth spurts are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Three whole feet and chest hair. Um, OM fixes the car, and Blue starts to talk to him like he's Samuel in the dub. Uh, but this is a case of mistaken identity. Uh, in the Japanese, Blue is offering to take OM out for food or to buy him clothes. Um, in either case, OM, completely oblivious to all this, uh, sprints off down the road, leaving Blue behind. Sounds like you've got some stuff going on. Anyway, bye! Bye-bye! <laughs> uh, I wanted to- I want to be in this writer's room- so bad in in Texas in the early two thousands. <laughs> right, uh, and just go. We, hmm. we we just finished dubbing DVZ, one of the most successful and iconic <laughs> anime franchises to hit the states ever. It's part of the anime boom, right? Like, anime more or less, we'll say, really hit its stride because of the popularity of like shows like Pokemon, Sailor Moon, yeah. DBZ, stuff like that. And we're, okay, we're going to go back and we're going to dub over and localize the original, the classic, Dragon Ball. Okay, one problem, though. <laughs> okay, actually, lots of problems. <laughs> lot, like a lot of problems, lots, but lot of this problems. is the one we're going to tackle today. <laughs> yeah, this is on the desk today. 
and it, it is canon, and it is a crossover mm-hmm. that did happen in the manga. It's, you can't yeah, it's really not filler. just not do these episodes because they are they impactful to later events. Because they, mm-hmm. they involve the exchange of the Dragon Balls, which is the title of this show. <laughs> so we do yeah, have to figure and, a way out of this. And spoilers, it does end with General Blue getting his a dragon radar, and you can't just wave that off. It is it is uh, essential to the lore. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn. Um, so, good on early Funimation for um, fucking threading this needle as best they could. Yeah, because I'll be honest, I didn't realize this about the original version and i was yeah, i was giggling I, like I a like... loon at, at this whole samuel bit because i thought it was really cute and funny <laughs> yeah i like this um <laughs> i like this um this dub storyline is way better yeah. um, like not just for obvious reasons but i just think it's a, an interesting bit of like characterization <laughs> just like after um, all that like my name's not samuel <laughs> my... okay bye <laughs> bye and so also there's like a there's a uh there's a shot of General Blue like cursing basically and shaking his fist. And in the original Japanese, he he's shouting at at a butcher man saying, well, "Yeah, well you're a bum anyway. He's you're a bumpkin. I don't care." Um and in the dub, he's yelling at himself and he's like, "No, Samuel's Samuel's gone and he's never coming back. Focus on the mission." <laughs> Keep it together, Blue. Keep it together, Blue. Wild shit. Man, I can't believe those weirdos who like kids. Anyway, join us next week when we sexually assault Bulma again. This is a bucket. Dear God. There's more. No. (laughs) Uh... Anyway, the cops show up. But not for the reason you think. (laughs) Uh, They just happen to run into Blue. Why why do they arrest Uh... him again? Um, or try to at least. Well, I don't know. I mean, they are cops, so they probably don't really need a reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just kind of ask for his license and registration, uh, and then he doesn't have any. So then they like, well, I guess we're gonna put handcuffs on you, and then he breaks the handcuffs, <laughs> and they're like, well, okay, I guess we're escalating to guns. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's and, then, and it's Taro who's doing this who. We, we've already learned is kind of a, a bit of a bumbler. Yeah. Which, like, th- there's probably not a lot of detail in the handbook for this, because they're in, like, a gag manga cartoon world. <laughs> so they're, they're probably in, like, They're uh, in the anime sticks. You, you, have, you have handcuffs. Ostensibly, they're for to handcuff somebody, but you're never gonna need to, so don't worry about it. You also have a gun. Those are for jokes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those Enjoy. are for fun pranks. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, Blue kicks all the jokes out of their hand <laughs> and uh, crushes them all into a ball and uh, then smashes Sour Man's car as another show of force uh, before walking over and stealing the cop car without any fuss. So, so this guy's just going for as many stars as he can on Grand Theft Auto. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he, he saved the game before he did all this. <laughs> That's a hard save. Yeah. Uh, Goku, meanwhile, can't find Blue, but Raleigh does spot Taro from above. Um, 
Taro points Goku in Blue's direction, and he goes swooping off on the Nimbus, leaving a rally behind. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, lo- I also love that Goku constantly just refers to him as the bad man. The bad man. I'm looking for the bad man. <laughs> Goku recognized these people seem dumber than me. So, <laughs> so There's a bad man yeah. around here, and I'm looking for him. Goku zooms down the road, missing the cop car in blue, hidden in the bushes off to the side. Blue pulls the cop car onto the road, only to have a Raleigh slam into it at high speeds moments later, <laughs> sending it hurtling away into the countryside. Oops. Blue emerges from the wreckage to meet a friendly Arale and the Gachans, who are hungry. <laughs> yeah, I love this exchange. <laughs> and it turns out their favorite food is metal. They decide to eat the cop car pieces all up. Yum, yum. <laughs> and she's apologizing for eating General Blue's food, the cop mm-hmm. car, and promises to get him more later. Yeah, so uh, let's uh, let's explain what Arale offers Blue in exchange for food. Uh, <laughs> it's her trademark smiling anime poop on a stick. <laughs> and the Gachans offer an even larger poo in a different color as a di- as an alternative it's a flavor. Different flavor. <laughs> this is this what she thinks people eat? Like, oh, people eat organic matter. Here's some free organic matter that's they left behind. Here's poop. The way that General Blue is more freaked out over it having a face than the fact that it's poop is so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This has to be a fucking mind-melting exchange for Blue. Uh, this delighted uh, me, because Blue's show of force, to me it seemed like, oh, here there is an eldritch entity from another dimension using weapons of violence these people have never seen but then he's then confronted with what is to him an eldritch entity from another dimension (laughs) with smiling poops smiling poop face (laughs) and blue's brain just fucking snaps in half and he goes running off into the country screaming like daffy duck (laughs) just fully like 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 fucking looney tunes vapor trails behind him And we get a montage of Goku asking various Penguin Village folks if they've seen him uh, to no avail. Uh, my favorite of this montage is a superhero dressed up as a fly mm. uh, named Buzzing Man or Boobie Bean Man. <laughs> um, Buck Bumble. Buck Bubble, yep. Goku runs into a Raleigh. And he gets the idea to use the dragon radar to find Blue, but unfortunately, it is unresponsive. Goku says he'll need to take it back to Bulma to get it fixed, and it is at this point that Goku finally realizes that he has no fucking clue where he is. (laughs) Ah, shit. Do you know how to get back to Master Roshi's? (laughs) Nope. Sure don't. (laughs) Okay. Well... (laughs) I guess I live Sucks here Sucks to now. suck, I guess. There's no follow-up yeah. questions. Just, nope. <laughs> nope. No. What's a Master uh, Roshi? <laughs> Arale offers instead to take, Do- bleh, to take Goku to see, quote, a doctor. And we cut to said doctor, who appears to be uh, tinkering with a big aircraft. Uh, this is Senbei Noramaki, uh, the guy who, I guess, invented Arale. This is like the titular Dr. Slump, this is I think. Slump. yeah. This is the slump man. This is the slump man. He's even wearing a hat that says slump on it. Oh. 
I feel like so I feel like the like the whole concept of Dr. Slump and Aralae and Shinbei um, Noramaki like this this has to be like a play on like like the Geppetto Pinocchio like Dr. Tenma Astro Boy like oh, yeah. dynamic yeah. where it's it's that classic like a little bit of Frankenstein also Frankenstein yeah mm-hmm. like that classic um like because like Osama Tezuka fucking loved like robot Pinocchio allegories when he you know invented anime <laughs> yeah <laughs> ostensibly um, so this this feels like a callback to all that it was definitely a like a well-defined genre trope at that point and yeah um, and, and, is definitely a, like a, t- a twist on that yeah it makes it into like a farce arale and goku meet shimbei and uh his wife yes um and and their uh their floating talking baby named turbo turbo <laughs> with a bib that says Turbo. That's how you know what his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senbei pries open the dragon radar and is aghast at all the crazy complex wires and colors and circuits. <laughs> he goes, who the fuck made this? Uh, Goku explains that a girl named Bulma made it, which uh, seems completely inconceivable to Senbei. A girl? Um, but it yeah, has so it's... many colors. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's definitely a sexism thing because um, in the Japanese he says a girl more brilliant than me impossible, <laughs> whereas in the dub Senbei couches it in a little girl maybe making it like an like an age thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it could be easily both, but um, it's it's clear that Senbei is a little high on his own supply. We'll say yeah, which is is kind of like a carryover gag from Doctor Slump itself. Oh, okay. And that's where this episode ends. Uh, any final thoughts on 56? Man, I just... I love watching a Raleigh interact with Dragon Ball. It's <laughs> I love watching a Raleigh, period. Yeah. Uh, I love the... Um, the... The, <laughs> the rare lady bimbo. The rare lady himbo. The herbo. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is definitely that, yeah. Herbo fully loaded. <laughs> Herbo fully loaded. <laughs> oh no. I like Dr. Slump's wife. She's just kind of here doing her thing. Yeah. yeah. She's With got a cousin baby. that had a tail, but this isn't her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, I don't know. That felt like a dub exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't check, but it feels like yeah, it. I know, yeah. Episode 57 is Arale versus Blue. Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to Showdown, Arale versus Blue. Man. Arale versus Blue is doing some real heavy lifting on this episode because <laughs> this encounter happens in the last like five minutes. Yep. Yeah. And it lasts significantly less than. Yep. Let's, let's get to that encounter. The episode begins with Senbei tinkering around with the dragon radar. Uh, he assures Goku that he will fix it good as new, and his face changes to look more rugged in the process. <laughs> what? 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 Yep. What? <laughs> he's just when he's when he's trying to act all macho, his face looks like a rugged kind of fist of the North Star looking his guy. His eyes that... change genre. It's such a. <laughs> It's a fun gag from the manga also. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Just in we... serious moments, the panel will just suddenly change. 
He's being he's being cool boy mode. Uh, we cut to two gremlin-y space alien looking guys. <laughs> Love yeah. these two. They're just. I here? put in my notes that they they kind of remind me of like of like the aliens from Number Muncher. Yeah, that's yeah or, the design. Or, or like Doctor Mario or something. I was gonna say they're like the Doctor Slump Moonanites. <laughs> oh, I absolutely got that vibe from them. Damn. Yeah. Especially since one of them had like kind of a weird accent. Yeah. That I could not have understood without subtitles. I, I couldn't place it if you fucking paid it me. Felt it felt like a gun to my head. It felt like what they did it's... was they 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 did the dialogue normally, reversed it, and then redid the dialogue to match the like tones of the reversed dialogue. It sounds like he's trying to do like a Swedish, like a bad Swedish accent, but also like making it sound like he's like talking oh, on the inhale. <laughs> <coughs> on the inhale. Yeah, it's like robot Swedish. Yeah. It appears fire this treasure is empty. Ah, what a strange coincidence. So is your head. <coughs> Remind me to never do that again. <laughs> never do that again. Uh... Um, they appear to be picking up litter on the road, claiming it to be potentially priceless treasure. <gasps> My people. Good for them. <laughs> Who would be stupid enough to leave trash in the road? <laughs> Clearly this is treasure someone dropped. Mm-hmm. On accident. <laughs> we cut back to the coffee pot where Akane and Tsukatun are talking about Goku. Uh, Taro bursts in, covered in bruises, exclaim, exclaiming that the Red Ribbon Army has invaded. Which which means this isn't a different universe. Hmm. Right? Hmm? I, I guess. If they know about them, unless... Unless? Red Ribbon unless. can traverse. <laughs> unless the, the Red Ribbon are a constant between universes. Or Jero's oh, getting no. up to some shit. The Red Ribbon that uh, threads the worlds together. <laughs> hmm. Back with our heroes, Senbei continues to sweat and fuss over the dragon radar. Uh, Goku, meanwhile, explains the Dragon Ball lore to Arale. Oh, it's here where I wrote down Senbei's wife. Her name is is Midori. Or Midori. Oh, she has a name. Which just means green. That's nice. Yeah. She brings out some snacks for everybody. Some fresh baked cookies for Goku... A bowl of metal nuts and bolts for the Gatchans, <laughs> and a baby bottle of what might be motor oil for Arale. Eh? She's she is a robot. She's a robot, but it didn't. You know, it never fucking said that it, that she's a robot in this anime. So, yeah. as far as you know, it's just a baby bottle filled with brown liquid. Like, <laughs> is this just is it straight whiskey? It could be. She knocking back some fucking Woodford Reserve. She's teething. Yeah. Yeah. Senbei is about to throw in the towel when his um magic floating telekinetic baby <laughs> points his fingers and fixes it instantly, giving his dad all the credit. Aww. Is this how Death Stranding works? What a cute kid. <laughs> yes, actually. Basically, yeah. Um, hey Matt, can you fucking give me the lore of this floating fucking baby, please? Yeah, so I saw that scene and I was like, I gotta know the context. So, because I, even though I've read like, some of Dr. Slump, uh, 
this baby wasn't part of it when I read it. So apparently mm-hmm. what happened was uh, Sinbei and Midori had a child together. Mm-hmm. And, well, the baby was uh, killed in an accident by aliens. Oh, uh, oh no! Aliens accidentally hit him with the spaceship. And oh. they, <laughs> they, they used their technology from the ship to restore him. Uh, however, their database did not have uh, a match for the human species, so uh, they used an approximation. Oh! The procedure was a success, but he he's now has like psychic, psychic powers and is like super duper uh, smart. Yeah, like he's like he's like mega Bulma level genius, yeah. right? <laughs> that is, but just kind of gives his dad all the credit. Yeah. That is way more dark and complicated than I expected right? from a gag manga. I was, I was not expecting a, I was not expecting a baby hit with a spaceship, <laughs> for sure. It's not often you get infant sighted your in your gag manga, but uh-huh. no, yeah, I was Toriyama's thinking it a, would be. He's a, he's a mold breaker. This guy. This yeah, I I was thinking this could just be like some Jack Jack thing, just just a <laughs> just a fun little floating magic yeah, baby. Just a, yeah, or maybe like his nope. mom is also a genius, but held back due to sexism, and <laughs> well, the result is a, is a super. She is genius. a teacher. Oh, that is nice. She was Raleigh's favorite teacher. Oh, oh, that's fun. And did did Doctor Slump build a Raleigh? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's, that's chapter one. That would be chapter one, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. But it's, uh, it, it's always like implied that he he didn't make her on purpose that way. <laughs> like oh, he's always shocked by what she can do. Like, yeah, like, he, he kind of lucked into it. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it's the opposite of a of a mad inventor. He's just kind of like a bumbling adventure. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty good accurate description, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Arale uh, talks about all the cool things that she would want from the Dragon Balls, uh, ignoring the one wish limitation. Because <laughs> like, weren't uh, you she... listening? You only get one. <laughs> That's how the Dragon Balls will work forever. <laughs> yep, they'll never change. <laughs> My favorite part of that is where where Raleigh goes, why? And Goku just goes, uh, uh-huh. I don't know. This is the first time he's ever thought about <laughs> I that. I guess that's just how they're made. And this is why you want to have, like, fresh faces on your improvement teams. So they can, you know, look at the things you've just accepted as reality and say, why don't we make this better? <laughs> Some of Raleigh's wishes uh, I, I wrote down include a pony, a sugar plum tree, a rainbow that never ends, and a flower that changes color every day. That's pretty. It is. In the Japanese, Raleigh wishes for boobs. Oh, honey. As well as a big chunk of metal for the Gachans. <laughs> I mean, you're a robot. You can, you can make that. Well, that is her. I think first complaint when she is born in chapter one is my f- chest is flat. Oh. And he's like, don't talk about that. <laughs> You're a little girl. Don't worry about it. If I remember right, she does eventually, there's like a time skip at some point where she, you do get to see an older O'Reilly. And she do get boobs. Cool. Well, good for her. And, well, good yeah, for so her. That wish comes up. true. I don't know how she got them, but she did get them. <laughs> it's a well with robots it's not a glow up it's a glow upgrade ah. mm. <laughs> maybe she got one of those uh little mouse pads you know 
that have the wrist support. <laughs> Aurelia, Aurelia with the booby mouse uh-huh. head. With Tifa from Final Fantasy on it. <laughs> this will work. <laughs> perfect. Shove, shove. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. It's it's an accessory to a computer. I'm a computer. <laughs> this is mine. Okay, see, exactly, exactly. Oh, I um, found out how she got it. Turbo made a device that, like, lets her become older. Oh. Interesting. You go, Turbo. Love that magic baby. It it works exactly like Gohan's uh, Saiya Band watch. Oh, Uh, I see. Just press a button and then Uh, poof. I mean, that's the easiest way to do things in Dragon World, is make a watch with a button that does does that. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Senbei announces that he has fixed the dragon radar just as Blue approaches the Noromaki household. Um, Blue spots Goku and Arale and goes to high, giving me another one of my favorite quotes. Why can't anything be easy? Yeah. (laughs) This fucking guy. I mean, it could be, but you decided to join a nonsensical army. Yeah. Oh, also, I stand corrected. Bryce Armstrong, uh... Uh, Senbei and Ginyu's voice uh, was 84 when he passed in 2020. 84. Uh, Goku clicks on the dragon radar uh, to find that, hey, there's a dragon ball nearby. What do you know? Uh, We cut to the local police precinct where the cops are arming themselves with jokes like they're going into war. (laughs) And in... In their panic, start a fucking shootout, the likes of which you could probably find in, like, a police academy movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was very reminiscent of, yeah. That was yeah, there's a joke this that lady, in that movie. There's this lady officer with an Uzi uh-huh. who just loves randomly unloading it. Who? And I looked on the wiki and her name is Polly Buckets. I love Polly <laughs> Indeed. Buckets. Let's fucking She's go. She's got a great quote of who needs strategy when you've got bullets? <laughs> <laughs> Me playing Hades with the exograph. <laughs> uh, Goku follows the Dragon Ball signal into a bathroom around the house, uh, with Blue narrowly avoiding detection. But this all comes to a head when Goku finds Blue hiding in the fridge, I- complete with a Scooby-Doo double take. I don't want to skip past the bathroom, because I don't know if it's better in the Japanese, but Goku doesn't seem to know what a toilet is. He just says, oh, that's Roshi's favorite chair. It's Roshi's favorite chair. Like, <laughs> day one, did Bulma not instruct him, like, no, stop peeing behind, the, stop pooping behind the house. Use this. <laughs> she probably tried. I don't know if it ta- uh, would take. Oh, sure. Yeah, we don't, we're not sure if Goku's house trained yet. I, I highly doubt that he is. I choose I to believe this was Goku's genuine attempt at humor <laughs> oh that's fun good for him it's just a zinger working on yeah. his tight five Goku's... yeah <laughs> yeah master roshi poops a lot <laughs> he, ne- he needs a visit from sour man to say sour and regular save the day get that get that puckery sour prune there's a there's a double take and they both scream. It's just it's just good. Like he opens the fridge door, closes it, <laughs> opens it again, and they both yell. Um, Goku and Blue head outside. Apparently, in this tussle, Blue has grabbed Arale and is holding her hostage at knife point. 
Senbei says that this is a very bad idea, <laughs> but probably not for the reason Blue's thinking. <laughs> nobody, nobody is sweating this. Blue says, <laughs> I'm the only one with the bad ideas around here, friend. Uh, Arale licks her captor's knife out of curiosity, causing her to break free. Yeah, this Cause... freaks out Blue. As it should. Yeah, yeah. Zag on him. <laughs> Don't lick that. I didn't wash it. <laughs> Arala is truly the embodiment of the concept of zagging on, on him. <laughs> Blue uses his spooky eye powers to paralyze Goku. It's like, oh yeah, I have and, these. Uh, after commercial, we're back at the coffee pot where Akane and Tsun are watching the news. Uh, Sour Man, back as Clark Kent, is now reporting on how the Red Ribbon Army is invading Penguin Village, uh, including an interview from a Jay Davey, whose brother's best friend knows someone who supposedly thought about joining the Red Ribbon Army once and wrote a book about it. <laughs> According to the dub. This is dub only. Yeah. The Normakis finally catch on that Blue is a bad guy. Apparently Goku didn't say it enough yet. <laughs> he really didn't. Needs to. You really need to enunciate for, for the Penguin Villagers. Um, Blue approaches the frozen Goku and swipes the dragon radar away before heading over to the uh, Norimaki escape plane. <laughs> Which isn't uh, finished he, building, apparently? It's it's almost done, I guess. He, he says he hasn't, like, fine-tuned the instruments or something. Uh, he tosses in the bag and the Dragon Balls, but before he goes, uh, he decides to give Goku a goodbye punch. Can't just leave well enough alone. <laughs> nope. Knocks him to the ground. Had to kick him while and he's then down. He, and then he's not he's he's still not done because he grabs a nearby palm tree and like he chops at it uh and picks it up uh heading over to goku either to bring it down upon his head or to like impale him with it Mm -hmm. uh either way bad news not great uh now it is time for orale versus blue (laughs) Senpei tells Arale that, quote, it's playtime and to go play tag with the nice Mr. Blue. Show him how you play tag, Arale. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Arale goes sprinting at Blue and delivers a fucking double (laughs) flying kick to his back, sending him into the stratosphere. Drop kicks him to hell. (laughs) Oh, it's that, it's that fucking, like, side, it's like that kind of, like, uh, that, like, oh, what is it called? Like, that fucking, like, side air move and smash that, like, you know if it fucking connects, then you're going to fucking, like, oh, yeah. go in way off the screen. Yeah. And then she continues by playing Keepy Uppy for a bit. <laughs> Let's talk about the Keepy Uppy. <laughs> this is very important. It's terrifying is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so Arale goes sprinting after Mr. Blue. Um, and as Blue is coming down, Arale go up, <laughs> uh, delivering what I think the fighting game community call an anti-air. <laughs> she jumps up and delivers a crotch-shattering headbutt multiple times, mm-hmm. which she calls the jump and bump. <laughs> God. No, not to be confused with the Sangoku headbutt. It is very similar. No, this is this is the Arale Noramaki headbutt. <laughs> the jump and bump. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Blue goes fucking flying off like Team Rocket blasting off again. Uh, I don't think Aurora's very good at tag. Because you cannot tag her back. Well, because she just keeps tagging you. <laughs> now you're double tagged. Uh, Turbo the Magic Floating Baby points a finger and frees Goku of his paralysis. And uh, we... Uh, which is a thing he can do. Uh, which is a thing he can do. Uh, we then get a cutaway to to something completely fucking different. <laughs> where the cops are in a convoy speeding down the road, armed to the teeth... Ready to fight General Blue and the Red Ribbon Army. Sure. Uh, they're sp- they're spotted by the junk-collecting aliens, who pack up their UFO and flee in fear of being discovered. I love the boss alien. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> look at my wealth! <laughs> um, these aliens, um, the, the boss alien, his name is King Nikochan, and his sidekick with glasses does not have a name, and apparently... Like, the gag is, in the Japanese, is that the servant speaks, like, without an accent and is kind of like a nerdy underling, while his boss uh, speaks with a Nagoya dialect, which is kind of like a, I think it's meant to be sort of like a a bumpkin-ish dialect, because it's kind Mm. of near to Kansai. The police freak out at the appearance of a UFO suddenly lumbering through the sky. And uh, it is here that King Nico-chan says A-cab <laughs> as he hits a button and zaps the entire convoy to pieces. To be fair, the cops did fire first and their <laughs> UFO mm. is made of tissue paper? Yo, okay, this UFO is fucking made of tin foil because these bullets are just whizzing right through it. <laughs> um, one of the cops fires a bazooka at the UFO and sends it crashing into the ocean. Um, and that is where we leave our two alien dunderheads for the rest of the episode. Those aliens can't take a joke. <laughs> I love that we just get a full-ass, unnecessary C-plot for these aliens. Nothing <laughs> to do with nothing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. Back at the Nora, uh, back at the Noramaki household, Arale returns from her playdate with Blue was apparently still flying into the sky. Uh, yeah, he's he has been kept uppy. <laughs> he kept very uppy. He uppy all the way. <laughs> uh, Goku admires Arale's strength, uh, but she says it's nothing compared to the Gachans, uh, who on cue shoot little electro beams from their antenna and zap the fallen palm tree into ashes. Goku is kind of discouraged with how strong everybody is and vows to train hard. One day, Goku, you'll be able to beat a gang character. One day. Mm. I don't think that happens, team. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't yet. No. Uh Uh-huh. Goku fishes the Dragon Balls out of the plane, but uh uh-oh. The Dragon Radar's missing. Uh Uh-oh. God damn it. It must have been in Blue's pants pocket. And without it, he's stuck here. Oh, I guess it could detect where to find the other universe where the other Dragon Balls are. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That's alright. Because Turbo the Magic Floating Baby is here. <laughs> and produces a fucking, um, uh, 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 baby ex machina. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I ex- saw, I saw it. I can make it. Yeah. Uh, he, 
takes a few parts off Senbei's plane and fashions a brand new dragon radar that looks just like the old yeah, he's, one. He asked the dad if he could take a few spare parts off his plane and then just starts taking like <laughs> giant chunks to the of chop it. shop. <laughs> yep. The dad's yes. like, son, fully. son, I think that's a little bit more than a few parts. That's that's using those. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Goku thanks everybody and calls down the Nimbus uh, and encourages Arale to enter into the World Martial Arts Tournament. And she doesn't know what that is. <laughs> Can you eat that? <laughs> is, is that a is food? It food? <laughs> Goku zooms away and waves goodbye to everybody. Um, but then we get a fucking post-credits Metal Gear phone call scene. <laughs> With Blue contacting the Red Ribbon Army, stating that he has the Dragon Radar. <laughs> Unfucking fortunately, though, he has no clue where he is. Yeah, Red goes, okay, then come immediately. <laughs> and Blue's like, about that. <laughs> you guys can he trace this phone has... call, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to pick me up. <laughs> we have He has no clue where he is, and we zoom out to reveal him at a phone booth in the middle of the desert with, like, pyramids and yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, this one. Who in the fuck installed this one phone booth? It reminds me of that bit from early Digimon when they they have those random phone booths that with the nonsensical telephone operators. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I gotta rewatch Digimon. Yeah, it's just the idea of a phone booth. I wonder if that was a capsule phone booth. Ooh. Oh, maybe. Like, instead like... of having cell phones, they have capsule phone booths. It's just take the whole booth. With it. Yeah, and it just sprouts. It's the way, it's the future, Tyler. That like attached to the nearest telephone line, but this had no telephone line, so it just spread out in either direction infinitely. Mm -hmm. uh, the episode ends with Goku flying off into the sunset. Now with three Dragon Balls, a brand new Dragon Radar, and most importantly, new friends. Wow. Aww. Team, Th these episodes were a fucking fever dream. <laughs> Some of my favorite in the series. <laughs> it's so good, but I'm just, my brain is fucking scrambled egg. <laughs> what? Give me your final thoughts for uh, episode fifty-seven or any of th this. Well, no, that's about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you bet something. Yeah, up. man. <laughs> I will say this is uh, when I first saw slash read this moment in the series it made me want to go find dr slump yeah honestly this me. kind of piques my interest I, yeah i kind of want to go and watch some episodes or read some chapters of it now well it's up on Just... the jump app if you'd like mm -hmm. oh, oh shit damn in its okay. entirety that's like a fun backdoor let's go Tune in for that fucking spin-off podcast <laughs> i'm i am just kidding team they <laughs> it's only 235 chapters you know what after at Tyler, I think you're 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 really putting us through the ringer because first we recorded covering 297 episodes of hit anime <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, and yeah. now you're make not making us, but but guiding us through um, the 1,000 plus chapters of One Piece. Mm -hmm. I feel like everything after this is child's play. <laughs> the, Tyler is the, the the guy from that that one Mighty Python bit that just like offers the the. The large fat man one last wafer thin mint. <laughs> oh, oh Christ! And then he explodes after he eats it. <laughs> I did look up. 
what the little what the little cherub guys are, the, the gotchens. Mm -hmm. And apparently they they come they're prehistoric. What? <laughs> and they hatched from eggs. Oh. oh. But they eat metal. <laughs> yeah. How how'd they get that in the prehistory times? I think that's the only context we get. Okay. <laughs> I think the the I think the mystery is the gag. Mm. With them. Well, um, how do you guys feel about cracking open the hyperbolic rhyme chamber? I've got a poem. I wrote something. I do not. Let me double. I do not have anything just because I was too bewildered by these episodes. <laughs> you know what? That's super fair. And and bewildered by the fact that Raleigh's hat with the with the the angel wings on the side is not like mainstream, and it should be. isn't like what it's not mainstream. That is such a good look. I want one. Like, I would wear that. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to... That is very, like, anime convention shoot. <laughs> like, I would see something like that at a furry con. Like, you know how, like, furry conventions and anime conventions where, like, a lot of people don't necessarily, like, cosplay, but yeah. they, like, accessorize in a way that you wouldn't normally find on the... So, so like, Disney-bounding, the... but for not Disney. <laughs> The way yeah. the hats with the little floppy ears that you pull the little tabs on the sides to make them flop. Ooh. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I want that, but the Raleigh hat. Okay, yeah. Like, make the, make the wings flutter. No, just, I want, I want that to be popular. The Raleigh hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want it. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> it's finally time. <laughs> In the year 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back this this hat that was designed in 1987. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just going to go alphabetical in the Discord call, so I'm going to go first okay. with, okay. A, with a haiku. Um, uh, untitled. Poo-poo on a stick. <laughs> Anti-air blue in the nuts. <laughs> Gag manga is weird. <laughs> Thank you. Theo, how about you? Ah, uh, yes. My randomly chosen poetry form today is an Oviejo, which is a Spanish form popularized Ooh. by Miguel de Cervantes in, uh, I don't know, the 1600s. Um, I, thought it, I thought it meant original video animation. Oh. <laughs> Oviejo. Oviejo. <laughs> um, so, yes. Uh, and it involves some, like, couplets and a quatrain and like some question answer and some repetition you'll see where am i mid such strange image penguin village urgent matters haunt the doorway wish i could stay this place filled with happy ardents growing gardens i could paint this green and verdant conquer capture farmland painted but with peace i'm unacquainted penguin village wish i could stay growing gardens Are you so good at this? Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey, Tyler, gonna mm -hmm. gonna put a put a cherry on top of this cake? I'll sure try. All right. Uh, my poem is titled "Super Limerick," uttered mighty profoundly. Ooh. Ooh. Blue may think this is a dump, but that bitch is being a grump. A meeting for the ages, ripped straight from the pages of Shuish's Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah. Ah. 
Excellent. Um, folks, if you would like to submit some of your own Dragon Ball poetry, uh, you can do so by uh, writing us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com and putting, I don't know, poetry in the subject or something. <laughs> well, after that bit of literature, how about we flip over to the horoscope Ooh, section? Sure. The literature of the stars. Hmm. I have a four-star reading for you, and I definitely wanted to include someone from our crossover universe. Yeah. Um, so let's just, let's just go to the, to the woman of the hour herself, Arale. Yeah. With a, with a canonical birthday, thank God, wow. of May 17th. So she is a Taurus. Ooh. Headstrong. So Arale, yeah. <laughs> Arale, here is what the stars have to say about you this week. <laughs> you might be, okay. You stop. Okay. <laughs> You might be planning or leaving on a much-needed vacation now and feeling very excited about it. Plans should go smoothly, so you're apt to get everything together with few glitches. Friends in distant places might ask you to visit or be planning visits of their own. <laughs> the, focus, the focus today is on expansion of your physical and mental horizons. So go for it. Have fun and take notes. And Amazing. she does. <laughs> thank you all for listening uh, to Destructed Discourse I appreciate everyone who tunes in every other week and tune in next time for when we get to meet Whiskers the Wondercat oh, <laughs> oh heck yeah I couldn't wait <laughs> <laughs> can I try one? yeah go for it and I hoopa <gasps> <gasps> okay I okay Get into it. Uh, hey, Matt. Yeah? Uh, whereabouts can we find you on the internet? Well, if you feel so inclined, you can find me over on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Webtoons, under the username DefineProg. It's D-E-F-I-N-E-P-R-O-G. That's where I'm doing my rock zombie VTuber thing. And Theo? I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform Thursdays and Fridays. And Tyler? Uh, you can listen to the other anime-themed podcast that we all do together called Piecemeal, where we are reading the entirety of the One Piece manga, one volume at a time. And... As of this recording, anyway, we are in a location that is frankly not dissimilar from Penguin Village. Oh, boy. Whew, you know what? You're kind of right. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's got some gag manga vibes. Very scary. Mm. Gag manga, parentheses derogatory. <laughs> parentheses horror. <laughs> you can find me at uh, twitch.tv slash jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. I uh, usually stream Wednesday or somewhere in the middle of the week towards the evenings if I got the time. But if you hit the follow bell, then you'll just, you know, know whenever I'm live. And JCavs takes you to any and all socials media that I may or may not be updating at any given time. If you'd like to get a hold of this show, uh, as said, you can email us at destructodiscourse at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at destructo underscore disc, D-I-S-C. And if you go to the pinned tweet at the top of the page, you can find a link to our fan Discord page, the Destructo Discourse Discourse Discord, where you can hang out with all of us and talk about Gohan, usually. 
He's in Fortnite now. Oh, he's in. He. Oh, right. He's in Fortnite now. They gave us now. the Gohan. <laughs> they gave us the Gohan. Thanks, Epic. We could finally end this podcast. <laughs> we can finally rest. <laughs> we got someone the Gohan. <laughs> someone heard our call. Your wish has been granted. If you could please leave a rating and review on your podcast ser- service of choice, we would be oh so delighted. Um, but specifically, when you leave a rating, make sure it's a four-star rating. For the Gohan, which we so desperately crave. <laughs> At all times. We st- we, he's still looking for it. In all so media. Give us the Gohan. This has been Distracto Discourse, and we've still got some training to do. There's nothing to worry about, my boy. Senbei Noramaki put the possible in impossible. Wow. How'd he do that?